Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Now that was a good movie. I love this movie. It was genius. The direction, the acting, the storyline, that shit was bad. The motherfucker scared the shit out of me, man. That shit could really happen. I believe this movie. Like you get all those pimps together, walking around and shit, with big hats on. Right, right. That was live. The director captured the essence of street life in a hard type situation. Pimps looking for hoes. It was live. And that actress... Oh. That played the whole. Wasn't she good? She was excellent, marvelous, effervescent. Yeah, man. Oh, and acting all terrified and shit. This movie is like a nightmare. You know that one dude, man, with the yellow suit on? Yeah. Man, he looked like this dude right around the corner from my house, man. That's what's so horrifying about it. <sighs> Obviously, you must be oblivious. Sleeping dragon, no such thing as coincidence. Cheshire cat with a sexy cool My big bro the mic cause he still fucking rules Got a new show and a little bit of time To show you what it's like without a number one mind Bring a few friends, maybe a crew or two Let the obviously oblivious into you Obviously oblivious With the mic and evil Cheshire cat And now SPP45 Hi yes, welcome ladies and gentlemen to Obviously Oblivious 0089 It's uh, another interview show this week uh, this week we have uh, Geek Show Supremist, not not Supremacist, Geek Show Supremist, <laughs> Big Movie Mouth Off uh, host, and uh, overall pretty decent dude, Jimmy Martin. How you doing, Jimmy? Doing well. How about you, man? Um, yeah, you know, I'm a little, little sick. Little, uh, I got yeah. whatever my daughter had last week. Feel like ass, but I've been looking forward to talk to you, so I'm gonna power through it, man. That's okay. I have a case of hangover. Oh. <laughs> the doctor diagnosed it. <laughs> what, Doctor Martin? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, um, what I'm going to do this week, I was coming up with questions for you, and then I decided, you know, people are always pinning you and Vice together because he's worked together, and he's do sure. shows together. So I'm going to ask you some similar questions that I asked Vice when he was on a few weeks back. Sure. Good. All right. Well, first off, uh, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Uh, let's see. Uh, born in Memphis, Tennessee. Something boy. Nice. Uh, grew up in Atlanta. Uh. Let's see. Moved out to Utah in 2000 and uh, started. Uh, went to went to college at the University of Utah. Did two degrees there in three years. Uh, then I did my master's, and then I got a job uh, with the symphony. Mm-hmm. And then so I, I worked for the symphony for God, at least six years in November. And so I do all their grant writing, and now I do all their TV commercials and stuff like that. That's cool. So it, so I did that for the symphony and the opera, and then. Uh, God, about five years ago, I was actually driving to the ticket box office for Sundance, and a friend called me and said, "Hey, what are you doing right now?" And I said, "Well, I'm going. You know, I'm going to go buy some Sundance tickets." He goes, "I think I can get you a press badge." Mm. And I was like, "He's like, just come to my house right now." I mean, I, I, you know, I've always loved movies since I was a kid. Like, I'm obsessed with them. Um, and you know, that's one of the degrees I did. And so I, uh, I went to his house and. Turns out some kid that was writing for Slug Magazine had an absolute meltdown at Sundance. 
and so left. Nice. And so our, our editor was sitting there with the badge saying, I need somebody who can be in Park City in 30 minutes. <laughs> so they pretty much just, I said, yeah, I'll be there. And so I took the next few days off work and they just chucked me in the deep end and uh, started that. Did, you know, I've been doing that for now five years. And then uh, kind of getting to the world that I am now, I guess, uh, I met Carrie Jackson at a, at a bar um, at Sundance. And we were supposed to interview Bill Murray and he canceled on us. So we were all bitching upstairs in this bar about Bill Murray screwing us over. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you know what? You should come by the, the house sometime. Like, I'd never met Carrie before. And he's like, you know, I think you'd have fun um, geek show. Or not not on it. He just had to come by and watch. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, you know, sure. So I came up there, and I'd known Vice a little bit. Like, because the critics, like, in, in my opinion, there's about, I'd say, seven to eight. Like, I consider them the real film critics in Salt Lake. The ones who will show up to everything and not just like, you know, the Dark Knight Rises and stuff like that. We see the, the foreign films and everything. And so, I, you know, I'd seen Vice around, and, uh, but not really, you know, we didn't talk too much. And uh, uh, I was watching two shows, and then uh, the panelist who has left us, and now he works on, was it Adventure Time, Derek, uh, Derek Hunter, he had to leave to, to go to a baptism, which I thought <laughs> was funny. And, uh, uh, and so they said, Jimmy, do you want to be on the mic? And I said, you know, sure. It's not why I came, but, if, you know, if you want me to. And uh, never been off the mic since then. That's so, amazing how that works out. It's crazy. Life really does throw you some curveballs sometimes. And um, so I did that. And then kind of vice. I obviously started getting to be more chummy and started a big movie because we saw a void in uh, TV film critics in Salt Lake. So we said uh, we can do it better. So started that up. That's been going on for about two years now. Fine program. Yeah, we we love we love doing it. You know, it's 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 usually just sitting there, like sitting with your you know one of your best friends and drinking a beer and talking about movies. It doesn't doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. So, so that's it. I mean, that's kind of me. So uh, how do you get from from Memphis? I know you said you were in Atlanta then, but how do you get all the way out to Salt Lake? Which what did, why did you choose uh, Utah? Uh, well, I wanted to get away because I lived in the South like my entire life, and I was just like, you know what? I just want to go out and do something. And uh, I actually had a friend who was a year ahead of me in high school. His name's Travis Raleigh. Who came here? I don't know why he did. I don't. I don't know what, <laughs> why he decided. And he goes, "You should come visit." So my friend Corey Cataldo, he's actually a he's a film director out in uh, L.A. Um, we came out together to Salt Lake, and he went to school for God, was it one semester? I think one semester. And he's like, "I'm done. Like it's just college isn't for me." And uh, uh, but we after we came out and visited Travis, you know, I just fell in love with the city. That's and, a nice uh, time. We love it. Yeah, it's it's a really like you know it, it's get this rap of you know controlled by mormons and stuff like that but i mean for everyone that pushes in one direction it's going to have a counterculture reaction that pushes in the exact opposite direction which is why i love the city it's just like every other stereotype that there is i mean yes there are certain people that are like that out there but it's not sure everybody no i mean and that's what's i mean if you the heart of salt lake i mean you'd never know it really yeah there's a giant temple in the, in the middle of the city but yeah. um but like just attitude wise not really now you go 10 miles outside of Salt Lake and it's a whole different world. Um, cause that's, that's where yeah, Mormons like to go out and raise all their 900 kids yeah. in their, in their giant houses and then so. do their TV shows and entertain us all. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but yeah, no Salt Lake itself. I love it. You know, I've, I've been here now, God, 12 years. So it's almost as long as I lived in Atlanta. Cause I think I lived there for 13 years. Yeah. So, wow. But I lived, I was born, yeah, like I said, born in Memphis and I, and I grew up a little bit in Louisiana. And then, then moved to Atlanta. So of all those places, what do you think is the best one? Which one do you like the most? Uh, each one's got their different, you know, different kind of uh, perks, I would say. Like Memphis, I think, has by far the best food in the world. Just kind of, I love barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> and so, 
Uh, you like Memphis Louisiana? food over Louisiana food? Really? I like Louisiana food too, though, man. I, I just, I'm a huge barbecue freak. Okay. And, so, and barbecue, you know, obviously is way better in, in Memphis. But yeah, Cajun food. I mean, like spicy Cajun food. Yeah, shit. I like Cajun food, man. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'll burn my mouth off on spicy food and I don't care. And it wrecks my stomach and I just still don't care. <laughs> yeah. I just made a, my dad had a, we had a uh, surprise 60th birthday party for my dad yesterday. Nice. And, um, that we were doing, they were smoking chickens and uh, pig roast and all this oh. other stuff. And uh, my my sister asked me if I could bring something, and she asked me to bring. I, I do this like this seafood chowder, but it's very expensive mm-hmm. to make. And I said, well, "What if I uh, try to make a uh, like, couple big pots of jambalaya?" So I made oh. homemade jambalaya, and you know what? I'm not. I don't know anything about that cooking. I just know what I like, and it came out pretty damn good. Good. I love jambalaya. Right, so I have like half a pot left. That's gonna be my lunch the rest of the week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I can't wait. So there's, here, a, there's a place out here that actually has jambalaya, and they don't make it. They they say it's authentic, and it's absolutely not. And uh, and Vice yelled at the chef once. Did he really? <laughs> oh yeah, he was pissed. Yeah, he takes that serious though. <laughs> oh yeah, Jeff loves his jambalaya. Yeah, there's there's a there's a there used to be a place down near uh, Eric's place called uh, Crawdaddy's, I believe. Yeah, they had good food. They closed down. There's a place right here called Jambalaya Jays. It's really good. So nice. If I get a, if I get a hankering for some Cajun, that's where I go. Nice. I need to. I need to get out to Philadelphia sometime. You do. It's a good town. You'd be welcome. Yeah, I hear it's amazing. Yeah. Um. Well, you uh, did you listen to the Jeff interview? Because you already answered first of my uh, first two questions. No, I I, I have not. Well, you so. you told you told your story well. Good. Good. So, uh. Well, let me ask you <laughs> this. What about uh? What about your lovely wife? How did you uh? How'd you meet up with her? I met my wife online. Really? Oh yeah. Back in the day, uh, wasn't wasn't looking for dating actually. My friend and I. Uh, when I graduated from uh, the uh, we call it getting my BA is at the University of Utah, I took eight months off and seriously did nothing and like, gained like thirty pounds and like just played games because I couldn't start my master's until the fall. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I had a friend come out and stay with me for about two months, and <laughs> all of a sudden one night uh, we were joking around on a site called Hot or Not, yeah, which is like the worst site in the world. And so we put our pictures on there, and then I saw a Cat and I said, "Oh my God, that girl is absolutely gorgeous." And so, and it was weird because I said I met online. I really just said, "Hey, what's up? You know, where are you from?" She said, "I'm from here." And I said, "Do you want to hang out sometime?" And she's sure. So like, it wasn't one of those like two years where I never saw her. Oh yeah, yeah. It was really just like, like we we met online, which I sometimes forget, which is kind of funny because I I just don't think of it like that. But uh, so we thought we were all funny, like, oh man, we should tell hot or not that like you know we met, we got married, and all this and. We thought we were all special. No, there's a whole page dedicated to it. Really? That, that people had done it. And we're like, oh, we're not going. I would have never thought that. No, it's, it's funny, though. I mean, if it would have been like this uh, long-courted relationship online and yeah. then you got together. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, the majority of relationships now start like that. But basically, the yeah. way you did it is more like you had a friend who had a friend. He's, met, he's talked for a little bit and you met up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was really like two, three emails back and forth. And then it was just hanging out. Well, that's pretty then cool. Yeah, it was funny that uh, she actually... We hung out a few times, and then she was kind of over me, huh. and uh, and so we. I'd say we were, I wouldn't say we were we broke up. We just stopped, you know, going out, and uh, and uh, about two months later, maybe three months later, she uh, she called me and she's like, "Yeah, do you want to like go get dinner sometime like that?" And I was like, "Yeah, shit, why not? I guess you know." And it was funny because like I I'm bad with like girls when I was like like I just get bored with people really quick, mm-hmm. and so like I would like my longest relationship was like six months, seven months, and I would just get tired of it. So when I met her, like I got, I was just head over heels. I just, I lost it. And my, my, even my friends were like, this is weird. Like, and cause cat thought I was coming on really strong, you know? And, uh, 
and my friends are actually the ones who kind of convinced her. He's like, yeah, he's not like this usually. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah. So she took a little break and then it wasn't like there was somebody else she was interested in and that didn't work out. And then she contacted you back. Well, kind of. I mean, well, she did. She was dating uh, some guy or something like that. And she's like, this guy's kind of a douche. And she's like, I kind of miss that Jimmy guy like that. And then I guess her sister was like, yeah, call him back up. You, you, know, we like him. you got another so, skin, Jimmy. Exactly. Yeah. Now, so so did, you, did you meet her out in Salt Lake or was that somewhere else? Uh, no, it was in Salt Lake. Okay. She, uh, and, she lived about, with her parents at the time and she lived about five minutes away. Yeah. So and what's, world, weird, right? what's weird is that my friend who I said that got me the Sundance pass. He and Kat went to the same school. Like, they knew each other. That's, so, that's like, crazy. We call it Small Lake City all the time because you, you spend about maybe a year here and you're going to start seeing, like, social circles cross and, like, oh, you know this person? Yeah, I know him. That's my brother and blah, blah, this. And it's just weird. Eagle River. One of those things. Yeah. Yeah. But what about that? Uh, so has she been doing uh, the art this whole time that you knew her? Or was she doing that before you? or she? She's always been the art. She's, uh, like, you know, she she did it since she's a kid, but... I would say she'll tell you that I got her into it in the sense of um, I saw a, there was a clothing store called Black Chandelier, a really cool place. And they had these uh, paintings on the wall with with like, you know, um, I'm trying to think what they had. They had like one with like like atomic bombs blowing up and stuff like that. But there was a zombie one and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I went in there one time and it was gone. And I go, what happened to it? They're like, oh, it was for sale. And I was like, how much was it? And they're like, $800. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> you know, I, I know. <laughs> so. I told Kat, I go, do you think you could do that? You know, could you make me one? And she's like, yeah, sure. And she's, and I, what's funny is I actually ran into the guy who painted the ones in Black Chandelier, and he goes, I go, oh, my, I got my wife to, to copy you on that one. He goes, oh, man, I took it from somebody else. It doesn't matter. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a funny idea. And uh, so she made me that one. And then, uh, then there was a slug holiday party. Um, and she made, she did a Wampa one. Mm-hmm. We should paint a Wampa to it. And people just, it was kind of, you know, those little, where you can, what do they call them? Um, was it White Elephant? Is that what it's called? Where they you trade the presents and everywhere, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think is what's called. And so the people were losing their minds, like stealing the wampa from each other. And so <laughs> I go, I think you could do this. You know, you could start making some money doing this. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, she's, she posts stuff all the time. Everybody loves. I mean, you look at on tour, tour, uh, her uh, Instagram feed. There's like nine thousand likes for everything she does. Yeah, yeah, she's and she's great at it. She's really. I mean, it, I sit there and watch her paint, and it blows me away because I can't even draw a stick figure right. Yeah, I and. Feel uh, so she, uh, so she's just started doing it, and, and this year's just blown up because she's been at the farmers market every Saturday, just just killing it, and uh, and and Halloween is always a good time for her too because people really. She was at a a zombie run last night, like a zombie five k or something. Yeah, like that. and she had her tents up and did really well there. So that's cool. Do you think it's a, like a nostalgic thing that captures people with that, or? I think so. I mean. Uh, and it's fun. To, I mean, because she, she can do anything. That's what's kind of fun about it. I mean, people are like, oh, like, you don't have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one? She's like, if you want it, like, I'll do it, you know? So, uh, I mean, it's just kind of custom works in that in that sense. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, every one of them looks great. I think she does a great job. Oh, uh, well, yeah. It's I just wanted to give you a chance to talk about her for a little bit, but enough about her. Let's get back to you, Jimmy. Yeah. Make no. Jimmy look good in front of Cat. <laughs> no, no, that's done, Cat. So, enough of you. <laughs> so, um, I want to talk about this. Uh, your your video, your Neil Diamond experience. Can you give us the lowdown on that whole story? Yeah. Um, so a friend of mine sent me the link for this contest that uh, that Neil Diamond. Well, the newspaper was putting it on, and Neil Diamond's people were involved. And basically, what it was was to film yourself singing a Neil Diamond song. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you've ever been to a bar with me or a karaoke bar, um, I will rock the hell out of America. Just I think it's the funniest song. 
and I tell people if they don't like it, they're commies. <laughs> and uh, so my friend's like, there's no way you can't do this. Like, you know, you have to do it. And I was like, all right. You know, and I just bought, like I said, I do movies for the Symphony of the Opera. And I just bought this really nice camera. And I was like, yeah, it looks good. It's it, it just how I'm going to break it in, like doing this stupid video. So my, uh, my next door neighbor is named Scott. Uh, he does video work as well. And he's like, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's just, let's, and I was leaving for Comic-Con. That was the other thing. Like I was leaving for Comic-Con like in two days. So it was right before you went to Comic-Con you did that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was right before we shot it in one night. Uh, we basically went to about eight different karaoke bars. And that's how many karaoke bars are uh, operating on a Thursday night <laughs> in Salt Lake. And uh, went to different ones, asked each person, you know, or the bartenders, like, do you care if we film? And they're like, no, absolutely not. So, uh, and it was kind of fucked up. So it was all based on Facebook votes. And if you know me, I whore myself out on Facebook. And so it was a big movie and whatnot and yeah. show and, 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 uh, and I was like, page. Oh, I can just, you know, and I can get likes, you know, we've got just under 10,000 people on Facebook uh, for a big movie. And I was like, I know they'll vote, you know, if I just tell them to do it. Yeah. So we made it, we got it, you know, we got it to him in time. And all of a sudden this, this guy, it was so disorganized and I love him to death, but it was horribly organized. And mine was about two days behind on uh, getting put up on the site to get voted for. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Cause like some like family, like eight, nine person family was like saying it in their basement. And then like, God, there was some, Oh, like a grandma. I felt bad. I beat her. Uh, there's a grandma in her, in her, uh, in a recliner. Like I love Neil Diamond and I have all his records. And like, she like sang this song <laughs> and I'm like, fuck off. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. Right. So, uh, fuck you grandma. Yeah. Fuck you grandma. And she'll probably die and never see Neil Diamond. And I feel bad, but uh, well, survival of the fittest, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. You know what? Kick her can out from under. That's fine. Uh, and so we, it finally got put up, and I linked it to everything Geek Show, big movie like that, and it just exploded. And uh, and so they sent me in like an email about two days later, like you won. And I was like, all right, cool, like that. And so the 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 prize was row two seats, uh, you know, right in the middle of the you know right in the middle of the the stage or whatever or the the floor, like center stage. And, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I'm not. I wasn't sitting next to Neil Diamond. Um. <laughs> And so we're sitting there hanging out, and all of a sudden they start playing the Neil Diamond video right before the show starts. Now you and weren't Kat expecting and I are this? Just like crying, we're laughing so hard. And I look to the guy next to me, and I go, "That kid looks like a douchebag." <laughs> and he goes, "Holy shit, is that you?" <laughs> <laughs> so we won. It's uh, so I, I on any resume that I make up now, I'm going to say you know, um, open for Neil Diamond That's in uh, in July of 2012. <laughs> did you guys know that they were going to play that? Was that part of the contest? No. It wasn't. No, they, they just did it. They said they they, they weren't sure, and so I was like, "That sounds like a no." Uh-huh. And so, uh, so we I mean, when we got there, we weren't expecting it at all. So uh, wow, and that's... so uh, yeah, and it got a good response. I was proud of myself. That's so, very cool. I like it. It was fun. Nice. What? So, a... <clears throat> wow. I I only heard part part. Uh, I only heard partially parts. Of, I mean, I only heard partial parts of that story so i want to make i wanted to hear the rest of it sure sure that's that's it so you keep bringing up this uh thing big movie mouth off that you're talking about yeah um, well besides sitting around and, and just having a beer and talking movies with your friend what 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 are your favorite things about it like uh do you like the uh, what people have to say about it do you like uh getting to see them i mean really what do you like about it um few things you know uh one is like i said it's like sitting with vice because vice just knows so much about movies it blows my mind and uh and so just sitting there, and the reason I like doing it with Vice, too, because there's other critics that, you know, I, I do appreciate around town, and um, but I disagree with them a lot. And I know, like, there's a good thing that, on a show to, like, you know, you don't want to always be like, did you like that movie? Me, too. High five. The end, you know. Yeah. It's good to get into it. And we do. When we get into it, we get into it. Um, 
but I do have more fun with a show that I can appreciate film with with somebody who clearly has an appreciation for film. Um, and so just sitting there and, and being able to do that uh, is fun. Um, the other thing is, like I said, with the Facebook page, like we're we're just under ten thousand, and we have so much fun with that Facebook page. Just because I, 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 cats pretty much. She always says like you've created a little community of people who love movies. So we do random questions of the night, yeah, or or random questions of the day, and then you know, just to, you know, hey, here's some movie news. What do you guys think? You know, and it's just fun to see people's reaction. Like people are so tired of remakes and uh, and how there's no originality anymore in Hollywood. You know, and so. Uh, getting to talk about films, you know, like we just all Looper. I don't know if you've seen Looper or not. Not yet. Like, I want to though. It's so good. And uh, Ryan Johnson, uh, I've seen it twice now. And the second time I saw it, he's got this um, yeah, in theater commentary. So you can bring like your iPhone and put like an earbud in your ear and he'll uh-huh. give you a, a commentary through the movie, which is really cool. So I love being able to tell people on the Facebook page, like, hey, look, this, you know, there is original stuff still out there. You just got to kind of sift through the shit to get to it. Um, there is a lot of shit though. Funny. Oh, yeah. And I love, like, and there's certain questions I'll ask that just explode, that makes me laugh. Like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, this is a good one. And, like, I don't know, 30 people might respond. I asked one, it was without, and maybe you can, let's hear what your answer is. Uh, without using Top Gun, what is uh, the first movie with Val Kilmer that comes to your mind? Real genius. The, see, that was my answer, too. And, uh, and 650 people responded to that thing. Yeah. And it, I was like, really? Val Kilmer's the one that got you guys? <laughs> well, he's, I've done, I've uh, answered one. It was a, a Stallone one, uh, a Sigourney Weaver one. There's been a couple that I've saw that I've answered on. I, yeah, I like everybody's comments on that. I think that's oh, fun. Oh, funny. Yeah. And then and the one that we had, I was, Kat and I were crying. We were laughing so hard. And she had seen it somewhere. And she's like, you got to ask it. And we've done it kind of twice. One was, <laughs> was it describe your last shit using the movie title? Yeah. And the stuff people came up with were, it was so gross. Like, Someone said, uh, God, what was it? Um, 127 hours. <laughs> Someone said a river runs through it. <laughs> um, like volcano. Like I was, I was bad. And then there was, then we made another one that was describe your last sexual encounter. Yeah, I, I, I had that one too. I hit that one up too. Yeah. And that one just made me laugh. And, People were getting so gross on there. Like, I think someone put three men and a baby, and I just started like, <laughs> like this <laughs> yeah, There was a lot of really funny ones. Oh, that you would never was... think of as, as a sexual experience, but they actually oh, made yeah. a lot of sense. It was so gross. I just, it was, but that's, that's what I love. People are just having a good time on there. And just, you know, and so that's, it, it's kind of this little community that kind of Kat describes it of uh, just having a fun time. And, and like I said, kind of going back to the, the first, of just having a beer and just having a really good time talking about something that you love that much. Um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I, I, I do enjoy those questions, so keep those coming. I, I will. Um, and that's, and that's the thing, too, is everybody's like, who's making these up? And it's just me, just sitting around bored. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't know if you guys actually uh, were in on it together or if you each took turns or what. No, uh, Vice, I don't think Vice has really ever done one. Yeah, I mean, I'd say 99.9% are probably. So that's where my head goes when it's raining outside well no i like it keep it up what about i wanted to i wanted to ask this question before i totally forgot about it um when i talked to jeff can you tell me the story about how comcast picked up big movie mouth off how did comcast pick it up yeah um i it was kind of through his comcast has a deal with geek show as well and so we just kind of had some contacts there and uh they liked the idea when we pitched it to them and they said we want it and we want it to be exclusive so they get it They've kind of let it, that was when it first started. It was kind of like they would get it, and we couldn't really do like put it on YouTube or anything like that for I think it was like a, week, a couple weeks. And then since we've since then uh, the restrictions have have let up. So what we try to do is Comcast and uh, on the Facebook pages at the same time. Yeah, 
So, but uh, it was just kind of you know they they were already in the in the family, I'd say, with Geek Show, and so we just knew the right people. Did you find that he's got a lot of uh, a lot of viewers from that, or a lot of yeah, you just I mean, watched it there? Um, Channel Six, I think it's like you know, it used to be every day. I'm not sure. I haven't I haven't watched it in a while. And then uh, and it's also on the on demand system. And I think the on demand's better for it in the sense that like, hey, let's you know before we go because. The way I see my job as a film critic is because it's not cheap anymore to go see a movie, no. especially with kids. And people in, in a time when everybody's trying to save a buck, uh, I you know I'd like to be able to say, hey, you know what, that movie is worth you know what forty bucks nowadays if you count popcorn and tickets and all that crap. So yeah, that movie is worth forty bucks. So if they were like, hey, let's you know before we go see Looper, let's see if it's worth it. So they could just kind of plug it onto it, and that's how a lot of people tell me that that's how they look at it. Um, so so that's what uh. I think it's good for uh, on demand. Um, you know, we pitched it. We, we'd like to take it. Uh, we're, we were hoping to take it a national to where it'd be on every on demand system, not just in Utah. Mm-hmm. But uh, those are still in negotiations. Okay. So, would you consider? There's a lot of uh, movie critics out there that I around here anyway. I'm sure they're all over the place. I see them on Rotten Tomatoes too. There's a lot of mm-hmm. movie critics that take themselves and and movies way too fucking seriously. Oh, do, absolutely. Do you do you consider yourself somebody who could go uh, see? Um, a half decent movie and still appreciate it, or does it have to fall within a certain realm for you to give it a good review? I mean, how, how do you go about it? Um, I try not to be like Mr. Pissy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when you do, when you do have to see everything that we see, like you're gonna get kind of grumpy. But I mean, like there, there's films that I was surprised by. Like you know, I I can't stand Kevin James. I don't think his I don't think he's funny. I wish Chris Farley had never died. Yeah, and uh, so because he would never be there. And I, I kind of liked Here Comes the Boom, and I was shocked by it. You know, like I was like, I was going in, really, I was going to that movie just to hate it because I was like, God, this is, we've never gotten along. You know, you've, you've abused me way too many times yeah. with the zookeeper and all that crap. And so, um, and then I was like, wow, okay, sure. It was, it was fun. It's not, it's not, you know, cinematic genius, but it's, you know, I can sit there and not scream at the screen. I mean, unlike Paranormal Activity 4, which uh, I hate everybody involved with it. You know, I'm just over it. I mean, I don't know how many more they're going to have to do. They're they're going to do it until people stop going to see it. When people are and idiots, so, though, that's the problem. That's the problem. I mean, we just did a review for that one, me and Vice, and we're like, this is your fault. Like, look <laughs> at the camera. <laughs> we're telling you to stop it, and you keep it going, and they cost, like, what, $7 million to make, and they make, like, you know, $120 million. I mean, it's a no-brainer at that point. Oh, I mean, financially? Hell yeah. Go for it. Because if, if I gave you all my savings and you turned it, you know, and made made it back tenfold and gave me you know a large profit back sure make that shit but uh artistically and creatively shut up yeah. it's just awful so and it, and this one is by far the worst of all of them because it's just like i wrote in my because they give us little exit cards you know yeah and uh they're like what'd you think jimmy i just wrote my paper i just wrote the filmmaker stopped caring so i stopped caring <laughs> i'm like sorry so yeah i can't i can't imagine it's any good at all i no, mean it's, it's just awful yeah, well, you know, what would you uh, what would you say your favorite movie is? Oh, I you know people always ask me that one, and uh, what's well, an important I, question, say, Jimmy? Well, yeah, you know, and I I have a few answers. I'd say go ahead, give me a bunch of them. Um, and I why? Love, give me a reason why. Well, I love Leon the Professional. Yeah, it's a good movie. I I am obsessed with uh, Hitman movies. I just think the concept of of hiring somebody to kill somebody is just crazy, and the fact that it really exists even creeps me out more. But uh, 
I just I and I fell in love with Natalie Portman in that movie. And and before you, your listeners think I'm a pervert, I was the same age as her. You know, when I saw this movie. Yeah. I mean, if I watched it now, it was turned on to be kind of creepy. But yeah, no. If you watch it now and you're like, boy, she's hot. I hope Leon fucks her. Yeah. Then then there's yeah. issues. <laughs> but uh, like Gary Oldman's amazing in it. Yeah. Um, I love films that that kind of do a role reversal. Um, uh, where you know he's law, but he's he's the bad guy, which is kind of fun. Um, there's I think there's a there's an old black and white movie that's really cool called Three Bad Men, um, that kind of plays on that well. Where like the sheriff in the in the white outfit and the silver star is actually the bad guy. Um, that's really cool actually. Um, and I think the other one that probably brings me just like every time I see it, I just start smiling. Is Back to the Future. Um, because it's good or because it's nostalgic? I think it's good. I think it's the it's the epitome of time travel. And see, I'm obsessed with time travel as well. I mean, I put a damn flux capacitor on my leg. I mean, yeah. uh, I just I love the idea of it. I think you know, the possibility of time travel just it's it's just mesmerizing. Just to see, you know, that's why in Looper is uh, right. I think I wrote on my exit comment for Looper that it's the I haven't had this much fun with time travel since Back to the Future. That's cool. Um, it's. And, and then that's what, that's what everybody at Geek Show was getting on me because I seriously walked in that. I was like, when I sat down for Looper, it was a press screening only, so there was about six of us in there. I go, I don't know about you guys, but I wore my stretchy pants because this boner is going to rip right through. <laughs> and uh, because, like I said, Hitman movies and time travel, and it's exactly what Looper is. Uh, uh, so I'd probably say Looper's up there now because I just, that movie's so good. Um, I, don't want, I don't understand why you don't write a movie about a hit uh, time traveling Hitman that's you. you. Know, Why don't a, you I used do to that? joke about it all the time, and now it just now now I would be uh, DC making Justice League after Avengers did it, <laughs> and they'd just be like, "Oh, it's already been done." <laughs> so poor DC. Yeah, I can't. Um, I can't wait to see Looper. It's good. It's really. I mean, and that's what's weird too is that this year the summer was good. I mean, obviously the Avengers is the pretty much the best superhero movie of all time. I agree. But like, it's it's. Uh, the summer was good, and then but since August, like there's been a lot of cool shit. Like, did you see Dread? Um, I, I well, yes, I I saw like, Dread in like the one theater it's still playing in because no one saw it. <laughs> I may have may or may or may not have seen it in the theater. I'm not sure. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean, Dread Dread was amazing in my opinion. I just had so much fun with it. I've never seen so many people get shot in the face with a machine <laughs> gun. Um, especially when a chick's doing it. I mean, and that girl's cute. Um, it was much better than I expected it to be. I can tell you, I, I talked a lot of shit on that movie. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I walked out with on the floor just loving it. So, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I heard, I heard from you that you liked it. I heard from Jeff that he liked it. And then yeah. uh, I partook in it and I'm like, boy, for all the shit I talked, I didn't really even say anything. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to look like a jackass. I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, you, you put that next to Stallone's and you're just like, fuck off. Like, yeah. that's exactly the way it should have been. And then, and then no one went to go see it. So fantastic. So it, it just bombed. Yeah. Um, and that's what pissed me off too. That's, and that's uh, with big movie as well. We'll, we'll tell people like, look, you're not seeing this. Go, go see it. And, you know, stop seeing fucking paranormal activity and give somebody, give a movie that money that deserves it. So, cause I wanted the sequels, but I don't think we're getting them now. So I don't know. Are you into the uh, movies as much as uh, your, uh, uh, your counterpart is? Uh, I don't, is Vi- Vice isn't really that much into him? Is he it? likes friggin' he likes a lot. I of love Miyazaki. Like that. I used to. I actually used to be really into anime, like back in the day. Um, I I watched shows like Maisani Goku, and uh, I used to love Gogo Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's another Hitman show. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, I just kind of fell out of it. And there's some weird shit out there nowadays. But well, um, I didn't mean. I didn't really mean. Uh, 
uh, animated is like that. Like like what I'm bringing up would be like a Toy Story, like Toy Story three when that was out, or or oh yeah, no, like Wreck like, Ralph, like stuff like that. Oh yeah, I, no, I oh God, I said I'm animated, so not anime. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, well, an, well, an, uh, animated movie. Yeah, I love he loves animated movies. That's for sure. Um, yeah, no, I I think Pixar's. It, it kind of sucks. I used to be able to say Pixar never failed me until Cars 2. Yeah, and, it wasn't very good. And again, that's, it, was, it was driven for uh, uh, products because it's their number one selling toys. And so, I, again, I see financially why you're doing it. But before that, like that, they just have never never let up. And so, yeah, Pixar is amazing. Uh, you mentioned Wreck-It Ralph. I'm so excited to see Wreck-It Ralph. I am Ralph too, because, yeah. Uh, we see it on th- there's actually our, there's already a screening of it last week and I couldn't attend it and I was so pissed but there's one Thursday and uh, just the notion and this is like where I like if you can and I've said this on Geek Show before if you can put your egos aside Hollywood you can make a lot of fun stuff and I think we're starting to see that more in the sense that like in, in Wreck It Ralph you've got all the, you've got you got Sonic the Hedgehog in there and you've got like Bowser mm-hmm. from Super Mario Brothers you've got all these licenses that we're fine with it, you know, that the, they could do it. And I haven't really seen that since Roger Rabbit. Yeah, I guess is, you're right. Which is, which is another great film. I mean, to, to get Disney and Warner Brothers in the same movie, that's got to be a lot of paperwork, you know, because <laughs> they just hate each other. You're right. It's and, a lot of egos that, you know, fuck him. I'm oh, not yeah. working with him again. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and, and it almost kind of happened to you in the Avengers where, uh, what was it? Sony, because Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man and they were going to let, Whedon put uh, the Oscorp building in the uh, in the skyline, ah. and uh, but it, I, by the time again all the paperwork or whatever was you know whoever whoever the yes men had to say yes, uh, Whedon was like I'm I'm past that I can't you know we can't go it's back. Just, but it's just such a silly thing to be a goof about. Well, and and if anybody needed more, and it, I think it did well, but if anybody needed more publicity, it was the Amazing Spider-Man and not the Avengers. Yeah, no, that's know? absolutely true. So the fact that like Whedon would even consider putting your character in his movie, like shut up and just say yes. I, I you uh, know, I uh, Amazing Spider Man. That was another movie that I really was not expecting much from, and yeah. uh, <clears throat> we went to go Did see you it. Like it. Yeah, Anya really, really, really wanted to see it. She loves Spider Man. We went, and uh, I actually then we came home and, and we watched Spider Man three, and I was like, you know what? I don't like Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. I like this other kid better. I think. Andrew Garfield, I thought was just perfect. Yeah, just I thought perfect. he did a good job. And so the movie, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things I had problems with, but overall, it was much better than I thought. But it was no Avengers. I mean, no, no movie this summer yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, I and that's it's funny because that's you know to talk about one that uh, we went toe to toe with. Vice was not a fan of the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, and he's a he's a Spider-Man freak, and I think that's I think Spider-Man why, is better. But I think it's better than I think the Amazing Spider-Man is better than uh, Raimi's first and third one. Yeah, but it's definitely so. better than the third one. That was just garbage. Oh, and just and just yesterday we did a recording uh, at Anime Bonsai, and Vice said, "No, I watched you know like I watched it again or something like that, or, or I was thinking about it, and no, Spider-Man three is better than than the Amazing Spider-Man." See, I'm I, like, You're out of your mind. I don't even know how you could say that. They have an opportunity to take one of, in my opinion, one of the coolest characters ever created with Venom, and they yeah. totally fucked it up. Oh, they just ruined it. I mean, like, I don't having, know how like, you can say that with a fucking dance number yeah. and Peter Parker's emo hair and shit. Yeah, hell. I mean, it's, it's how about <laughs> not, how about not having uh, all the villains in that movie? Just have one, have it be Venom, and have it be fucking kick ass. But no, they had to fuck that up. Yeah, no, and that's that's traditional fuck up of sequels. Is hey, let's add more villains because that makes it better. You're like, no, yeah, Poison Ivy and Doctor Freeze and all, the, <laughs> yeah. all those other people. Um, yeah, I mean, so, it is. I whatever. I mean. 
Uh, it's a good thing you said about you said directly to Hollywood to listen to you because they actually do listen. That's right. I, I notice a lot of things that are said that have been <laughs> said on this show or the mediocre show that uh, miraculously a few weeks later come out on TV or in the movies. So yeah, um, it's just amazing how that works out. So we talked about favorite movies. What movie? What if you had to say one movie that you hated more than anything? What would it be? Oh God, uh, probably Little Fockers. Yeah, uh, and maybe just Ben Stiller in general. <laughs> like I don't, I don't find him funny. I think Zoolander's all right. I think that's okay. But like, there's just all these comedians. Like I said, Kevin James, I can't stand. Uh, Adam Sand. Oh, Jack and Jill. Yeah. Uh, uh, Adam Sandler. Adam, I don't know what happened to that guy, man, because I loved Billy Madison and, and Happy Gilmore. I thought those were pretty funny. I don't think they hold up, though, anymore. Or at least maybe I just got too old. For, I've watched them in a while. Yeah, I, I think the wedding scene holds up. I think. That, that does. I mean, I've gone back and I've watched a lot of those movies. And, yeah. and now, like, these movies that I might have seen, like, fucking 30, 40 times, I just, I'm, I'm over them, you know? Yeah. And maybe uh, it's because the new shits is so bad. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, I mean, I, just, I don't know what happened to him. Like, because he used to be funny, and then nah, it's, he just gone off the rails completely. I think it was with Mr. Deeds is when I started hating him. Yeah, and then and it's just gotten worse. Like Little Nicky, and uh, but yeah, Jack and Jill. I seriously just wanted to jump to the screen and punch him. I didn't even want to watch it. We didn't watch it. We're not going to watch it. No interest. Yeah, you shouldn't. It's awful. I do have to say though. I mean, you're right. Like I didn't like. I don't like really like Ben Stiller either. But Zoolander, um, I hated that at first. I, I saw it again recently. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Like yeah. I gave it another chance, and you brought up Little Nicky, which you watch that one or two times. It's actually not too bad. It's not too bad. It, okay. It's not too bad. But so go back. I I can't go back. No, don't. I'm not saying you have to, but <laughs> if, but if it came up, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I try to say somewhere in that group. Uh, Jack and Jill, Little Fockers, uh, Episode One, Phantom Menace. <laughs> 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 I had to throw it out there because I despise that movie i'm sorry it is awful it is just pure dog shit there are a lot of yeah. elements that i am not happy with oh i i went back to advice night um we went back because they didn't screen it for us as critics which is always a good sign and um and i mean and i, and I mean the 3d version they probably screened it i wasn't a critic when the first when it came out in what 99 mm-hmm. and uh what do you call it the uh but we, when they did the 3d version i was like okay you know what i i dog and you know i dog in this fucking movie all the time I'll go see it again. I'll go see it, and uh, you know, like, the, and about thirty minutes into it, I'm like, no, no, fuck this. This is awful. It's just, it, it makes me cringe. So you got up and walked out? Uh, I did. Wow. I actually, uh, I walked out an hour into it. Wow. And I said, nope, I'm done. I've seen it. You know, I've seen it before. I, I don't walk out on movies. Um, I don't think I've ever walked out on a movie that I hadn't seen before. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, Kat was actually asking me the other day. She goes, "Is it rude?" And I go, "Yeah, I think it's rude." You know, as, as shitty as it is, I'll give you I'll give you your running time. You know, from from start to finish. But then when I get out, it's my turn, and then that's <laughs> and then that's when I get to say what I want to say about it. And I have every right to say it because I I did sit through the entire thing. That's right. But but there are critics in Salt Lake who will who will walk out of movies and then well, and they'll talk you, about them. How can you give an accurate How can you give an accurate detail of the movie if you don't see the you whole thing? You can't. And I think it's I think it's completely unprofessional. It is. I think it's rude to yeah. It's rude to the the, the producers and the, the actors and the, the studio that does the movie. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're not going to watch it, then don't bother showing up. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, I mean, there's there's one guy, he's a nice guy, but you know, and, and I won't name names, but you know, and he's Mormon, if I remember right. So he gets offended by things, you know. I'm like, if you're offended by things, then why do you show up to movies like Bruno? You know <laughs> that you know you're going to see a giant dick in your face. That movie was horrible, dude. Oh, it's awful, and see, that's what sucks. I I don't know if you ever watched the Ali G show, but 
Yeah, Bruno I watched Sally Jane. On the show. Yeah, but not as a whole movie in itself. No. Oh no, it was awful. Yeah, I agree. So that, I mean, that I, was, I'm not. I'm not really fa- uh, a fan of of him either. The, just the uh, yeah. Cohen or whatever his name is. Sasha Baron Cohen. But yeah, that movie's fucking. I I watched that recently. I'm like, oh my god, I fucking can't. I actually, I did. I turned it off like three quarters of the way through. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not even wasting my time anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll go yeah, upstairs and, and I'll I'll stare at the ceiling for for a, a couple more hours. Fuck it. Yeah. Oh, we we make jokes uh, as critics because you know the one thing I do love about going to press screenings because there's security there and they say you know if we see your cell phones you're getting kicked out because I'm going to to regular shows now. I've been I've been. Uh, uh, given a gift and, and been spoiled with with these press screenings and anytime i go to like a friday night movie i kind of refuse to go to opening nights now because people are just fucking yeah obnoxious. yeah and um like put your phone away like i felt bad like when i was trying to do that the in-theater commentary with looper because I, I put the phone in my jacket like that you know and i just had to press play on the on the mp3 and then like i was making sure like no one could see it you know it was a sunday afternoon so not many people were there but um but yeah i mean like i i'm very self you know, aware of, of trying to make sure that I'm not pissing somebody off, but God, people don't give a shit. No, they really don't. So, they're talking and they're, they're, I mean, screaming, yelling at one another and throwing shit. And it's just, we, uh, I, you know, I used to go see a lot of movies when they first came out, you know, you get excited, you go see the movie around all those people. I think the mm-hmm. last one was probably Lord of the Rings or something, the last Lord of the Rings or something <laughs> like that. I mean, and it's neat that you, you have like when, uh, in 99, when Star Wars first came out, I mean, it was the excitement of the people in the, in the yeah. movie theater was nice. But then at the end, where everybody was just fucking completely horrified, uh, that was kind of <laughs> sad. But I just, I don't have it in me to go see movies anymore. So I'll wait. If it's something I really, really, really want to see, I'll wait till the next Saturday morning for showing. Okay. And if sure. not, then I'll just wait a couple weeks and then go see it. I, I just cannot stand watching yeah. movies with other people anymore. Can't do it. Yeah. Well, or at least people that just don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, because I, I love experiencing movies with, you know, when Vice starts in there and, like, you know, when we were watching Looper for the first time, like, we're saying, like, oh, my God, like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, like shaking each other. Or when we saw the Avengers, like, because we hosted the the uh, press screening for that. And, you know, it, and the whole panel of, for Geek Show showed up to that one. And, I mean, God, we were laughing so hard that, uh, you know, Shannon's sitting there shaking, you know, just uncontrollably. Like, oh, my God, they're doing it. They're doing it. You know, and just yeah. like, that kind of shit I love. Because... <laughs> And most of the people that do come to these press screenings, like I do, think they have an appreciation for uh, for film. So I mean, because it's to get into them, you know, if you're if you're one of our fans, you gotta first you gotta get a pass, like when we post something. Yeah. And then, so you have to be on the ball in that one. Then you have to take that pass and trade it in for a ticket. So I mean, it's a process to get in there. And the fuck if someone would screw that up for me, you know. Uh, so I I think that's why I said I've, I've been kind of spoiled in that sense yeah. because. Um, I surround myself with people who do appreciate it, and uh, but God, when I when I go out just to normal theaters, I just want to kick a, someone in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's I I don't think me going to prison is worth doing all that. Yeah, exactly. Just wait three months and it'll be on Blu-ray. So we talked about animated movies earlier. What a uh, what do you what do you think about DreamWorks? Like uh, How to Train Your Dragon and the movies that they do. Uh I think I, I loved How to Train Your Dragon. I think I there's been <laughs> I always laugh. There's been two movies in 3D that I approved of because I hate 3D. I can't stand it. Agreed. And, um, but how to train your dragon and jackass 3D were the only two ones that I thought <laughs> made it better. <laughs> um, two very different movies, <laughs> very uh, different movies. But, uh, like I, I thought Puss in Boots was really good. Um, I hate where Shrek has gone. I think Shrek has turned into just awful. Well, it's done now. Um, so that's, that's good. Well, I heard that they're going to start doing like more spinoffs, which could be okay. You know, like I said, Puss in Boots was good. Yeah, like Puss in Boots was decent. If they put the the energy into it that they did in the original Shrek movies, they should be fine. 
the original Shrek one was great. You know, the they, there were some great jokes in there yeah. that I was not expecting. Um, they, they need less Smash Mouth, I would say. But uh, yeah, but uh, beyond that, yeah, you know, Shrek with hundred percent less Smash Mouth. <laughs> that's one of the yeah, the whole world could benefit with less Smash Mouth. But uh, uh, what do you call? It? I I I rarely complain about soundtracks on uh, on movies like that. A soundtrack can actually ruin a movie, and I think Shrek was one of them. That I think it was awful, but uh, what was the other one? That I was to, oh Daredevil. Yeah, um, well that movie just horrible though. I'm Daredevil, sorry. I thought it was okay. Oh no, I was terrible. Oh, it's, it's absolutely not horrible. Great, but you take the evidence and soundtrack out of that thing, and maybe it's a lot better. <laughs> maybe okay. Maybe I'll give you that much because that did that had a lot to do. I mean, I like the idea, and I can't wait yeah. to go see Argo. I do. I do. It's like a lot of people don't like Affleck. I do like Affleck. I. You know what? Uh, say what you will. Um, you know, with Geely and all that shit, understandable. But as a director, he's fucking. He hasn't. He hasn't missed. Yeah. He's he's three for three now, and because uh, Gone Baby Gone was great. Yeah, um, the town was great, yep. and Argo is fucking awesome. That's what I hear. I've, I've got three people text me today about how good it was, and I can't wait yeah. to see it. The Argo and and Looper. I want to do a double feature with my wife one, right. of, one of these Friday nights. Um, the real back, real quick, back to How to Train Your Dragon. I love that movie. I actually have a a toothless tattoo, and um, oh, yeah, they have um. <laughs> A TV show. It started back in the beginning of September. They talked about it for like a year or whatever, but it's a the How to Train Your Dragon TV show. It's DreamWorks okay. Dragons, uh, Dragon Riders of Burke. It's on the uh, Cartoon Network. Nice. And they really they got back most of the uh, the voice actors for it. Oh, did so, they? So the original Hiccup and most of the kids are uh, their voices are there. Um, Stoic, the uh, the dad, um, Gerard Butler. He's uh, they didn't get him back, so there are a couple that they don't have. But uh, what's the what's the main kid's name? Isn't it uh, Hiccup? It's uh, the guy that was in. Um, is it Jay Baruchel? Yeah, him. Yeah. Um, but they no. got him back too. Yeah, they got him back. They got it. Yeah, like most most of the people. So That's- you watch it, and it's not like when they do Kung Fu Panda on Cartoon Network. It's like all different yeah. voices, and it's like man, this isn't as good. Yeah. But the storylines are pretty good. It's entertaining. So if you do have the the on demand, it's probably on on demand. So if you like the uh, movie, check, check those out. What- What's the, uh, is the animation the same level? Same, or? same. Yeah, it's just as good. It's fantastic. Nice. We love it. We, we watch it every week. It's, uh, it's probably one of my top five shows right now on TV. Nice. So it's like Walking Dead, Sons of Anarchy. Maybe. Do you watch the Walking Dead open, opener yet? What the, yeah, well, the night it came out. Yeah. I was yeah. so fucking pissed though, because I did, we did, uh, Double O, and we were running late, and, um, I have, I have DirecTV, I don't have Comcast. I only have Comcast yeah. for my internet. Sure. And um, we uh, went down, and I guess Directv fucked up, and they didn't have the first episode recording. Oh, really? <laughs> it, it didn't wasn't supposed to record until Friday night, like yes, uh, this past Friday night. Sure, sure. So we missed the first fifteen minutes, and then we went back, and you know, right afterwards, we watched it the first fifteen minutes again. But gotcha. Um, love that show. Uh, I can't wait. I I love your experience with that that whole uh, thing at Comic Con. The uh, the experience, oh. and that's coming out to Philly. Uh, Maya told me, so I can't wait to fucking do that. It's- yeah. <laughs> oh, did did Jeremiah tell you that? Yeah, he told me all. He, t- he dude, when you were there, he was fucking texting me like crazy. Did he tell you what he did when he was there? Uh, you refresh my memory. I'll let you know. He threw up in it. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> we were running, <laughs> and we're trying to you know stick around each other. You know, it's more fun if you got a friend with you. And I got chased, and I I just hauled ass. And next, you know, he's just gone. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, so I was like, all right, I'll just keep going. And so, uh. I go through, and at the end of it, you go. You, they kind of run black lights around you because I think they have like some kind of like dye on their fingertips. So if it if it hits you, um, it'll show up on a black light. Uh huh. 
And so, uh, and I, I got through, I was fine. <laughs> and so then I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for him. I'm like, he can't be that far behind. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And two minutes go by. And I'm like, he didn't fucking get in front of me. Like, you know, I know that. And also he comes around the corner. It just looked like someone had punched him in the face. And I go, where the fuck did you go? And he's like, I threw up That's a great. lot. <laughs> <laughs> was it from all the drinking or was it like the strobe lights oh, or yeah. something like oh, that? Yeah, they were fucking with him? Oh, just all drink. He, had, he met some girl out there and she just liquored him up good. Like she paid for all his booze and, uh, and he had had about God, maybe six, seven beers in him. And when you have to run through a fucking baseball stadium, mm-hmm. it, it's just not, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. I, I, like I said, I can't wait to do it. So your, your overall uh, Comic-Con experience this year, uh, would you say it was uh, fantastic, decent, okay, not very good? This year? Yeah. I had a blast. I always have a blast at Comic-Con. Like, uh, I need to get everybody back down there, because Carrie went, I think, when you've never been before, you kind of have uh, an idea of what it's going to be, and like the first time I ever went, I looked at all the panels, I was like, oh, I'm going to go here, and then I'm going to run over here, and then I'm going to do this one, and you get there, and you're like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And so basically you have to find a room and kind of stay because it's just, it gets so crowded and shit gets locked down. And, uh, and like, you know, the fire marshal will deem it, you know, uh, I'd say sold out or, you know, to capacity. And, uh, but you know, it, if you kind of play the game right and, and get to things early and, and that kind of stuff, I, you, you will have a good time. That's cool. So you just have to realize that it's not, it's, it's chaotic as hell. And, uh, but you just gotta, you gotta kind of roll with it. Yeah. So like Carrie and, and, Ch- and Shannon, all then they're all saying like, oh, fuck it. It's just lying con and standing fucking lines all the time. And parts of it. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, if you get into the panel in the rooms you want to see, like I always go to hall H cause that's where all the movies are. And, uh, and I, you know, I'll get there at seven, six thirty in the morning and get in line. And, and then when they open the doors at 11, like the, the lines wrapped around the building, but you know what? I'm getting in because I took the extra effort to get there. Uh, a couple hours early. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I think that makes total sense. Well, and you know, like there was a kid who I I went for a geek show this year, and I also write for Slug. And there was a kid on Slug who I guess he, I don't I, I assume he'd never been there before, but I read his coverage, and I love the kid to death. But it was awful because I, I, everything he said was I showed up and it was sold out. I showed up and it was sold out. Uh, I went to this concert, uh, you know, and fuck fuck getting in line at six in the morning. Like if that's your attitude, don't go. Yeah, don't go because then that's fine, you know. And you, but, uh, you have to already know that there's going to be a fucking million people there. Yeah, well, especially, I mean, like, and Maya and I, this this is my first year I actually slept out in the grass like a homeless person, um, which was, and we were so unprepared. It was so funny and freezing because um, it was it was uh, Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. Uh, Hall H next day was uh, Django Unchained, which I'm dying to see. Um, what else? Uh, Superman, ret- no, not Superman Returns. Uh, this is, What's it called? Is this a Superman? Oh, Man of Steel. I knew Man of Steel, yeah. Man of Steel. And, um, God, The Hobbit was there. And, like, so we just knew, like, every panel that day, it was, you know, we're going to have a thousand million people trying to get in there. So we're like, let's just fucking sleep out in the grass. It'll be funny. So we show up, you know, everybody's got pillows and blankets. And, you know, and some, some people brought, like, you know, they're all playing their little PSPs. And, you know, just everybody's having a good time. We're sitting there with fucking our thumb in our ass <laughs> and, like, no jackets. Just <laughs> we, I had to use, uh, I had won a T-shirt, you know, at some party that he was like a party favorite leaving like that. So I wadded the T-shirt up, and that was my pillow. <laughs> and like, it was just, and people were just sitting there laughing their asses off, and like, and I just burned myself like in my shirt. Well, you know just, better for next time. Oh yeah, but I mean, what's funny, and that's what I get, I don't get too, is that because I've got friends in like who live. I've got one friend. It sucked. I couldn't stay with her this year. She's 
no shit lives across the street from the convention center. Oh. So like it's, it's a minute walk to, to the, you know, across the street. And, um, but she was, she was doing, uh, she's in law school and she was taking the bar and just like, there's no way I can host you guys. Yeah. Cause it's, oh, you can't blame her there. so I stay with another friend, but these people, uh, pay like five, 600, you know, even $800 a night for their hotel rooms. And and some of the people that were around us were paying eight hundred bucks, but they're sleeping out in the grass. <laughs> so you're like, why don't you just not pay eight hundred dollars a night and just sleep in the grass every night? If that's what yeah, you just get, just get a locker somewhere and throw your shit in a locker. Yeah, or just you know dollar twenty five. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they were just like, no, you know, it's we we didn't we didn't know this is kind of how it went. I'm like, well, there goes three grand blown. Have fun. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you have the money to waste, I guess you do it. It's a bunch of rich privileged kids anyway. Uh, it was yeah. It was, well, the, the person we were talking to was was a mom, and she had brought you know, which was with all her kids, and she's like, "Well, it's nice to have a place to go shower." And I'm like, "Shit, man, I'd rather have three grand." Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I agree with you. Hey, I know uh, there's a lot of drinking involved, and it's a good time and all that, and you have you go out and you're slug and geek show and all that other things. But if you ever, uh, when you do these things, if you ever want to be uh, the official uh, uh, teller of these things on on this this little program, let me know because you're more sure. welcome to do so. That would be uh, I think that'd be very interesting and very cool. So Jimmy Martin, the official teller aller of everything that I sure. get to go to. That would be That's nice. a long business card. Yeah. Well, well, I can make it because I. Okay. I'll make it real like a banner. You can roll it out like a, a Dead Sea Scroll or something. Just make it like a cape. That'd yeah. Well, that would be good too. Yeah. Um, I have a couple more little things for you before we go. Sure. Um, what would you say is your favorite activity to do besides? I know you love movies and all that stuff. What do you like to do the most besides what you do? Besides movies? Yeah. Oh God. Uh, probably karaoke. Yeah, well, I, I can see I from that video. I think that's uh good old karaoke times are fun. Nice. Um, and I love it too. Like, like I've got, and I'm not naming names cause he'll punch me. Uh, I've got friends who, who just can't sing for anything. You know what I mean? But they love going up there and just singing their hearts out. You know what I mean? I think that's and fun though. Even if you can't, I sing. love, I think it's, I think it's cooler than the guy who goes up there and, and wails it perfect. You know what I mean? Cause the, to, to just have the, the balls to go up there and do it and just have a good time. Like that's what it's all about. I don't Cause anytime I go, you know, I'll take friends who've never been and they're like, Oh, I'm not going up there. Hell no. I'm like that. I'm like, no, you have to at least just try it once, you know, and, I'll, I'll, and to try to ease them into it, I'll do a duet with them or something. But I like, no one gives a shit if you can't sing. Yeah. That's the thing. They think people are going to see him out somewhere. Hey, that's the guy that's terrible or yeah. Exactly. Give a shit. So, and like we rag on my friend who, who, who's not great and he doesn't give a shit and he still goes up there and, and cause, uh, he'll sing a uh, Bon Jovi like all the time like that. I'm like, I don't think anybody should sing Bon Jovi because no one can do it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I just, it's, and he, but he's up there just having an absolute ball and that's what I love about it. So I'd say probably karaoke yeah. if I'm not watching movies or TV. That's, uh, I think the, the fun is what matters. And, and a lot of these jackasses that can't sing and think they can sing, they go on these programs and they make more asses out of themselves than just uh, some drunks in a bar. So yeah. Oh, and like I, and there's certain bars I, out here that I won't go to because it turns into a fucking American Idol edition. Nah, and that's, you're just, that's this lame. is when everybody's great. Like that, just takes the fun out of it. Yeah. You know, there's got to be a range, and then just like you know, picking terrible songs. Yeah. It's fun. So super fun. Um, what would you? Uh, what's one thing about you that I would be surprised to hear? I've already heard a couple things tonight, but. Can you think of anything off the, off the top of your head? Oh God, um, be surprised to hear. Um, God, I ooh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I look at you as a pretty fun, cool dude that uh, you know likes that. Yeah, I don't know. I just, is there anything that 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 you like a certain thing that people wouldn't expect, or you uh, have a a guilty pleasure that people don't know about, or anything like that? Nothing. Guilty pleasure. 
Uh, God, the first thing I would say is I, I love boobs of all sizes. Um, wow, that's that's a good thing. That that is a good thing. So no, ah, God. Um, hmm. I love video games, but you get you know that. Some people don't know that. Here's a here's a little known secret about Jimmy. He sucks at video games. No, I'm good. I'm just <laughs> you. You you're better at what is it? Modern Warfare. Yeah, I'll give you that. Well, but I'll a... kick the hell out of you at Halo any day of the week. Yeah. What do you think about <laughs> Halo Four coming out? I'm excited for that one too. Yeah, it looked good. I saw that. I finally saw the commercial for it today. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I got my hands on it at, at a Comic Con and uh, bastard because you know, it's not Bungie this time, but it it still feels the same. Yeah, it's cool. So. All right, so you just mild mannered Jimmy Martin without any kind of. I don't. I don't really hold things back. I don't know. I don't. You don't like, I mean, that's the thing. I can't think off the top of my head. I'm gonna be listening to this when I'm putting it together tomorrow. There are a couple of things. I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that was good. But whatever. <laughs> I'll just scratch the question. Fuck it. I'm gonna give you the last thing here. I did yeah. this. I did this with Jeff too. And the only reason I don't do these on all the interviews, but I'm doing it with you too, because you are movie critics. And since it kind of goes, wait, real fast. Did you ask Jeff something that would surprise you? Uh, yeah. What did Jeff say? I don't remember. Shit, I gotta go back and listen. <laughs> listen, listen to Jeff's interview because um, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to I'm it. putting a similar intro to your show that I put on Jeff's, and I think you'll appreciate the intro on Jeff's show. Okay, I'm not gonna tell yeah, you what I'll, it is though. Um, so what I did with that, what I, what I did with him, and I'm doing with you is um, inside the actor studio. You're both movie critics. You like movies, all that stuff. I'm gonna ask you those questions that 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 douchebag asks all the actors on his show. <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay. So here we go. What's your favorite word? Oh God, um, God, it's gonna sound bad, but I I just like the word fuck. Okay, well I do. That's, a, that's your favorite <laughs> can word. You, it's can we use it lovingly? And also, it's like the worst thing you can say. Well, it's that thing that you see on the internet that that audio file that goes around the internet about how many uses there are for fuck, like the conjugations of it and yeah. as adverbs. And yeah, it's absolutely true, one hundred percent. Perhaps one of the most interesting words in the English language today is the word fuck. Out of all of the English words that begin with the letter F, fuck is the only word that is referred to as the F word. It's the one magical word. Just by its sound can describe pain, pleasure, hate, and love. Fuck, as most words in the English language, is derived from German, the word frichen, which means to strike. In English, fuck falls into many grammatical categories. As a transitive verb, for instance, John fucked Shirley. As an intransitive verb, Shirley fucks. Its meaning is not always sexual. It can be used as an adjective, such as John's doing all the fucking work. As part of an adverb, Shirley talks too fucking much. As an adverb enhancing an adjective, Shirley is fucking beautiful. As a noun, I don't give a fuck. As part of a word, abso-fucking-lutely, or in fucking credible And, as almost every word in a sentence, fuck the fucking fuckers. As you must realize, there aren't too many words with the versatility of fuck. As in these examples, describing situations such as fraud, I got fucked at the used car lot. Dismay, aw, oh, fuck it. Trouble, I guess I'm really fucked now. Aggression. Don't fuck with me, buddy. Difficulty. I don't understand this fucking question. Inquiry. Who the fuck was that? Dissatisfaction. I don't like what the fuck is going on here. Incompetence. He's a fuck off. Dismissal. 
why don't you go outside and play hide and go fuck yourself? I'm sure you can think of many more examples. With all of these multi-purpose applications, how can anyone be offended when you use the word? We say, use this unique, flexible word more often in your daily speech. It will identify the quality of your character immediately. Say it loudly and proudly. Fuck you. Yeah, I just, I think it's, you know, and it's, it's got this, just this horrible association with it, but I love it. Yep, it's good. Yeah. Uh, what is your least favorite word? Oh, God. One that makes me really bad, and, and uh, I got it. I hate the word faggot. Makes me just get mad. Okay, it really does. I just I don't like it at all. Even when I say it now, I just ugh, okay. It makes me so mad. Well, don't say it again, Jimmy. I won't say it again. That's it's a family program. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, what turns you on? <laughs> I should probably change my favorite word. Then. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've said your favorite word about fifteen times in a minute, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, what turns you on? Tits. <laughs> what turns you off? Tits. And. Like I said, all shapes and sizes don't care. Right. But, I mean, there is a limit to how big they can get. Then it gets creepy. Well, if it's like if you need wheelbarrows, then you got a problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what turns you off? Uh, just negativity, I'd say. Like, just uncalled for negativity. Okay. When, when someone's just a prick, and you're just like, God, you're the worst. <laughs> you know? Like, you're saying like self-entitled film critics. Like, there's a couple of them that are just like, what? Just gives you the right to act like that, you yeah. know? And the majority of people on the internet. Yeah, the entire internet. <laughs> that's what turns me off. Yeah, I, hate, I hate the internet. No, there's too much tits. It, that would turn me right back on. Well, it, it's, it's a, it has to have a balance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what sound do you love? Oh, God. Um, the sound I love. Huh. I have to think about that for one second. Can you say ACDC? Is that a, I you guess that's say, a sound. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a sound. I sure. love ACDC. I think it's the, they're the greatest band of all time. See, that would have been something that would have surprised me. I would have never thought that. Really? Yeah. I love ACDC. Yeah, that, that's good. Now that answered that question, too. Thank you. Um, <laughs> what sound do you hate? Uh, God, it's going to be bad when I'm a dad, but baby's crying. <laughs> I, I well, my thing is is other people's babies crying. If it's your kid, yeah, okay, it's okay. that's probably a better answer. <laughs> yeah, when it's your kid, you're, it's it's at least. I mean, you still hate it because it's waking you up at three o'clock in the morning. Or but, or can I change it to yeah. people talking in a movie theater? Yeah, that's a bad one. Okay. Yeah, that that's probably it. More than babies crying. All right, well, I mean, babies the, crying in movie theaters is probably the baby crying in movie theaters is like it's the the worst thing in the history of everything. And anybody who's listening to this, if you do have a baby and it's crying in a theater, just because you get up and go down the little hallway. That that doesn't help. No, no. Let me let me let me even do that. Do you one better? If you have a baby, don't fucking bring it to the movie theater. <laughs> Especially if it's one rated R and also Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, don't listen. Find a babysitter, or you know what? You're you you decided to have that fucking kid. Don't go to the movie theater. You have to make certain yeah. sacrifices. I hate yep. when people bring fucking kids to the movie theater. Hate and it. There's really no. I mean, let's say like you're dying to see something, but like I mean, like I said earlier, like movies come out so quick now, like three months, you're fine. You don't have you're one friend, home. or you don't have a spouse, or or a partner, or a mother, or you, you. You're the only person in the world that has absolutely nobody that can watch that kid for two fucking hours. I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it. Fuck, you can just throw him. You know, put him in the dog <laughs> crate. Put him in one of the dog crates at the house. They'll be perfectly safe. Don't worry about it. Ah, yeah, just. Put the peanut butter on there. Yeah, they'll, be, there. they'll be totally safe. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Uh, again, fuck. What profession other than yours would you like to attempt? Like to attempt? You know, I. this sounds really funny. Back in the day, I saw an episode of Oprah. 
and they were talking about the coolest jobs in the world. And this guy is a roller coaster tester. Oh, so awesome. And I thought it was the, he goes, they pay me to go around to all the, you know, music parks around the world and test roller coasters. So <laughs> And awesome. he makes like a six figure income. Isn't that insane? <laughs> that's like ever since then. Cause the other guy that was on there, uh, was Shaquille O'Neal's personal shoemaker, which I thought was fun. But, that's yeah, a, a roller coaster tester. I mean, and I saw this when I was probably like nine. Yeah, and I, I thought, I'm always like, well, <laughs> how did how does one go to do that? Well, if it's it's an okay job if you're testing it, like you're a roller coaster critic to say how good it is, but yeah. not a roller coaster tester. Like, well, you know, it may or may not go off the rails. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's kind of part of it. I do. Uh, I think that's he's kind nuts. Of, so let me take it, a chance. It, I guess. Yeah, why not? You know, if, you're gonna figures, on, if you're gonna dive, it's on a roller coaster. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I might have to agree with you on that. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? Uh, God, I was to say garbage man, but that just probably seems like too. You know what? Uh, and and I and I respect the ever living hell out of him for doing it. I could not be a, a teacher. Yeah. I just kid. I, I I every day I tip my hat to Shannon for the, the fact. Well, he's works at the 7-Eleven now, but when he was a teacher, um, uh, this is the stories he says and, and the patience you have to have with dealing with 30 kids that aren't yours. It's, it just, it sounds yeah. like a nightmare. Because again, your kid, you can deal with your kid. Other people's kids yeah. are assholes. Like my kid, you know, sure. But like just the fact that, you know, that you can't, I mean, and I'm sure there's just books of things that you can't do. And you know what I mean? That, you know, I, I just don't know how you, uh, can deal with that. How can you so, have control and, when they know you can't do anything to them? Yeah, I think that and the and kids are smart, man. They'll figure it out quick that, that yeah. you can't do much to them. It's absolutely true. But uh, yeah, I, and, and like I say, it's not because I think it's a a, a, a a terrible job. It's just that I don't think I can handle it. Yeah, so. it's a good thing I'm not a teacher because I mean uh, this is terrible of me, but it's absolutely true. Like there was when Anya was in uh, kindergarten last year. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a kid that was bothering her. She'd come home and say, this kid's bothering me. We'd tell the teacher and nothing would ever come of it. And yeah. we went to one school function and they were out playing on the playground. And she's like, that's the kid, blah, blah, blah. And he came by me and I fucking hip checked him, knocked him down. And I, <laughs> you know, I leaned over to help him up. I'm like, you know, you're going to run you again and you're done. You're done, kid. And uh, she had no issues. after. And I'm t- I swear to God, true story. And it's horrible of me for doing that. But that kid <laughs> needed to see that I wasn't fucking around. You're just a loving father. That's right. I take care of my little girl. You fucking right. bastard. Well, he hasn't bothered yeah, her since. It's been my kid. Yeah, fuck that kid. Um, and then finally for this uh, this series of questions, if heaven existed, what would you like to hear God say when you arrived at the pearly gates? <laughs> Get ready for round two. <laughs> That's a good... I, you know, I've seen this show like a million times. I don't think I've ever heard somebody say that. That's very good. <laughs> That's right. Well That's done, Jimmy. Well, you know... Back. I want to. I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Um, I really do Thanks appreciate it. I've been looking forward to it. And again, the offer stands. Uh, any uh, thing that you, uh, anything you partake in out, out there or, or running around the country doing things, and you want to be the official uh, teller aller on this show, please let me know. You're more than welcome sure, to. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, probably if you're interested, it's probably Sundance. Yeah, coming. absolutely. I think that'd be very cool. Um, do you want to tell people where they can find all your info and and, and uh, contact stuff? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna post it on the website anyway. Yeah, if, yeah, sure. Uh, you can see my film reviews in Slug Magazine. Uh, if you're outside of the state of Utah, you can go on to slugmag.com and find it on there. Uh, you can find uh, my voice along with uh, six of my really amazing friends on Geek Show Podcast. Awesome podcast. And then you can catch, uh, go go like our Facebook page and answer questions about what your poop looked like with a movie title on uh, 
on facebook.com slash big movie mouth off. Yeah. And you have a personal Jimmy Martin page on Facebook too, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can, uh, you want to be friends, yeah, be friends. Find him there. I, I get people all the time randomly that just like, you know, I'll get a request. I'm like, I don't know who that is. And then I'll look at their friends. And if I have at least one person that I know that they know, then I'm like, okay, fine. Otherwise it creeps me out. Yeah. If, unless it's a girl dressed scandalous. And she's not friends of any of my friends. I don't ever accept. I hit ignore because <laughs> then I know it's just some kind of spam. Um, yeah. You mentioned um, Slug Mag, and it's a, yeah. it's a, I, I go to the website quite a bit, and I wanted to bring up uh, that if you're in, Salt, in the Salt Lake area or will be in the Salt Lake area on November 10th, then do yourself a favor and get down to the Urban Lounge down in downtown sure. SLC. Uh, 10 o'clock, it's uh, the Slug Magazine's uh, localized showcase. You'll be able to see uh, one of my all-time favorite bands do enjoy live. That's Top Dead Celebrity, as well as Done and uh, Despite Despair. I can't say it. Well, that's a lot of D's. Uh, support Slug Mag uh, and these great bands. And uh, my good friend and past interview, Wayne Double O, uh, Most Jeff. He's a good dude. I like that. Band. Oh, yeah. His band is amazing. Amazing fucking band. I promise you won't be disappointed. So check that out. Cool. And then um, the next live show for, obviously, Oblivious is next Sunday at... That's October 28th. How about that? Uh, live on the Mediocre Radio Network. Uh, join us live in the chat. And then I'll be back uh, on Wednesday night, 8.08 in the p.m. on the Mediocre Radio Network uh, for the Mediocre Show. And uh, get in the chat room, call in live. If you want to call in a voicemail about this show or any of the other double O's, do so at 206-888-6052. Or uh, next week, call in live, 484-334-2072. And go to obviouslyoblivious.com for all the other uh, contact information and uh, information on Jimmy that I'm going to post on the uh, the show uh when i put it up tomorrow and uh again jimmy that's uh, it's really cool you came out uh you came out <laughs> it's really cool you came on tonight i appreciate it um <laughs> as i always do with um with everybody that comes on as an interview i ask them to pick the final song of the night what would you like it to be it's got to be neil diamond's america <sighs> i like it i think i'm gonna do your version though <laughs> my version yes and i'm gonna go link that it. too so people you gotta uh, go and watch this video because it's actually I was watching it. Uh, I watched it when it came out, and I watched it again tonight when I was uh, ripping it, and uh, yeah. it's very good. It's me in a sequin shirt and a wig. It's beautiful. I love it. It just the whole setup of it is fantastic. Well done. You guys did a really and, good job. And this is how much of a whore I am. If you're actually looking at the beginning of the video when I'm walking into uh, the stage, I am wearing a geek show shirt. Yeah. <laughs> there was a actually I had to comment on that when uh, when Cat ran out of gas the other day. Oh yeah, and there I saw was a, that. There was a picture of you putting uh, gas in a car. You were wearing the Geek Show shirt, and I commented yeah. that I'm glad I'm not the only person that wears T-shirts from the shows that they're on. So <laughs> you made me feel better about myself, Jimmy, and I appreciate that. You know, it's funny that you could mention that because I used to give uh, when Aerosmith played the Super Bowl, Steven Tyler was wearing an Aerosmith shirt. And I was like, that's the douchiest thing you could probably do. <laughs> for the longest time, I didn't wear the, the pilot shirt that came out for Mediocre Show. And yeah. then I just got to a point where I'm like, fuck it. It's big. It's comfortable. I'm wearing it. I don't give a shit. Nice. So, hey, fuck it. Where my position, my name on the Geekshow logo has changed because there's been a few panelists come and go. And uh, I was going to make a shirt where it was just my name around the entire circle. Just to there. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I know somebody could print that up for you if you're interested. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of these Check them out. Uh, okay. So for obviously oblivious 0089, uh, the amazing and uh, very funny uh, Jimmy Martin and um, his uh, rendition of Neil Diamond's America. This is Mike saying night. Night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.